In today's Voices of the Powerless, I'm on the trail of how the poor were affected by outbreaks of plague. Professor Paul Slack from Lineker College, Oxford, is with me in St. Thomas's Church in Salisbury. In 1627, this church and its churchyard would be the final resting place for many of the town's 6,000 citizens. The fundamental industry of Salisbury in the early 17th century, the textile industry, broadcloth weaving, is in terminal decline. So here is a city hit by economic depression of a massive kind on the eve of the plague, and plague comes along as a major crisis to make that situation worse. After Candlemas was passed, the Lord sent upon us a very sore and grievous plague. And as many persons of the city that had any friends in the country that would receive them into part of their houses or barns, did fly, as if it were out of an house on fire. These are the words of John Ivy, who was a Puritan magistrate living in Salisbury at the time of the plague outbreak in 1627. And then there was none left to assist me and comfort the poor in so great a misery. Neither recorder, justice, churchwarden, or overseers in all the city, nor high constable, but only two of the petty constables that had no friend to receive them in the country. I suppose an obvious question is why didn't the poorer people push off as well? Why didn't they just run away and take to the countryside? It's partly that they haven't got anywhere to go. What do they do if they go? It's partly that the governors, the powerful in these circumstances, try to prevent them leaving. Why is that? Because of the fear that um, the plague will spread to neighboring communities. So there's a sort of unwritten contract between the county around which says we'll provide collections of £100, provided you, the magistrates, keep your poor inside the city. So they impose on every infected house, as soon as there's a plague case identified, the house is shut up, doors barred, food passed in through the windows, and a quarantine is imposed on the whole household for a month, both on the sick and on those who are still living in there. Professor Paul Slack discovered John Ivey's extraordinary important document in a Wiltshire archive. In terms of describing in minute detail...